I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. I'm Cy Musiker. And, and this, this is Curtain Call. We're back as if you could stop us with our hot take on the coolest stuff in arts and culture from Reno to Davis. And this month, the festivals keep coming, including KVMR's own We Celtic Festival, plus lots of comedy and the joy of a public space. But let's start with music expressing the mystic side of Islam. That's music by Fana Fi Allah, and they're a Canadian-American band devoted to the Sufi musical form known as Kawali, which means utterance. And these are devotional songs, really prayers, uh, with lyrics in Urdu or Punjabi, praising God and the Muslim prophet Muhammad. People around here just love this music about an ecstatic connection to God, and Fani Fiala makes regular pilgrimages to Nevada City. They're at the Miner's Foundry September 7th. And I wanted to feature this next band on our very first show last fall, but we didn't have room, so I'm glad they're back. Take a long look back from where you started. It's longer than you have ever gone. But who would have thought that back in the beginning that you'd be better off never leaving home? That's how it goes, you're never guaranteed that the path that you have chosen wasn't wrong. But it's right to go the wrong way, it brought you up at 2D to write about the wrong here in this song. Sam Chase and the Untraditional are one of the great, great San Francisco folk rock bands. And that's even if Chase sounds a little bit like he gargles a razor blade, sort of like Tom Waits. Smart lyrics, catchy songs. Really good stuff. This is a band that has thrived under the most trying of conditions for indie musicians in the Bay Area. Chase sings of high rents, music halls closing, and a long shadow of COVID. Yeah, it sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. I just want to entertain Maybe play some chords and sing And live the good life Doing what I know Isn't it a pity That living in this city Is the only thing that I can't afford Sam Chase and the Untraditional play The Crazy Horse Saloon in Nevada City Thursday, September 8th. And one of our favorite local bluegrass bands, Kyle Ledson and Broken Compass, play the Crazy Horse Friday night, September 9th. The festival season should be almost done, but not before we hear a fiddle playing. Alistair Frazier and friends on the song Tommy's Tarbukas. And Frazier is the biggest name on the bill for the Wee Celtic celebration coming up this month. Normally a full weekend, this year the festival, a big fundraiser for KVMR, is just one very good day of music and activities celebrating Celtic culture. Yeah, Frazier is a Celtic fiddling rock star and a local. He lives on San Juan Ridge. I talked to him about Wee Celtic a few days ago here in the KVMR studios. The fact that there's a a festival devoted just to Celtic music. We have so many Scottish and Irish immigrants in this country. My wife is Scots-Irish. But the appeal is bigger than that. I love Celtic music. 
and I'm Russian Jewish. So mm. what is it that's so darn compelling about Celtic rhythms and the drones, these beautiful tunes? I consider myself very fortunate to be playing so-called Celtic music because it really it touches the universal, dips into the, the elemental treatment of, of melody, rhythm, groove, place. And there's one other thing I would mention. It's associated with a dance. There's also songs about politics and, and of course, tragic love stories. And you write your own music sometimes, uh, working with uh, collaborators like Natalie Haas, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who you often work with, who plays cello. But tell me what it is that moves you in the music you play. or What, what is it that makes you weep? Wow. Sometimes it, it can surprise you. You find yourself getting bitten by this a little phrase that has a tenderness to it or has just an ancient feel to it, a depth to it. And that's what you seek when you're creating new music. Often, I either try to create a new piece of music just because I need one. You know, I've decided I want to make something new, so I just look around in my in my head and my heart and see if there's anything there. You're looking for joy. You're looking for some journey that makes sense. And you feel like you did something at the end of it or you said something. But what is it that makes me weep? It's something that I think is essential in all good music making, which is a sense of vulnerability. When the defenses are down and you're exploring what it is to be human, then then we can begin the conversation. You're going to be playing uh, at the Celtic Festival with friends. Do you know who that is yet? Well, I was kind of keeping it... <laughs> Cameron, my, my son, will be definitely joining me and I'm so thrilled about that because he hasn't really uh, done that here locally. He's just totally happening on his guitar. And there will be more shenanigans and, and more un- <laughs> uh, unpredictability, which I love. Tell me about one song you know will be on the playlist that uh, the Celtic Festival goers can expect. Usually I don't know my playlist until very... But uh, Cameron loves this tune that we do. It's called The Spark. And I did it with my band Skydance years ago. Does the fiddle have a role to play in Scotland's new bid for independence? I live in this beautiful country, and I and I love that. But I have this crazy relationship with my homeland. I go back there, I teach there, I kind of straddle the Atlantic to a ridiculous degree. And that's the source of my being, really. And you ask if the fiddle is relevant to the search for independence in Scotland. Yes, it's relevant. The arts are relevant to everything, to life itself. Yeah, I get pretty involved in trying to reach hearts and minds. And if we can use the arts to move people beyond preconceived notions about how they think they should vote or behave, then we can begin again. You know, we, once you get people to that place of sharing what it is to be alive, then we can begin. And the arts, it's not a trivial add-on to our community. It's 
absolutely fundamental. Part of our DNA, I think, is to feel the power of the arts and to use that potential. We're here in Nevada City, and you live on San Juan Ridge, and it is a hotbed of so many great musicians here in the woods. Uh, you've lived here 32 years, I believe. So what brought you to the San Juan Ridge, and what makes Nevada County such a great place for music? <laughs> well, I, I love thinking about this because, I, you know, I've, I've lived in many places. And at one point, my wife Sally and I decided we'd, we wanted to head for the hills a bit. We wanted to get out of the urban environment. So we started searching for places that felt right. And we couldn't really describe what we we're looking for. But we came to Nevada County. First of all, we had breakfast in a really great little cafe that was run by P- Peter Wilson in those days. Wonderful local concert promoter, singer. And we started noticing what I would call an artistic buoyancy. There were, there were seven theater companies in town at that time. There was live music in every bar. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? There's, and I have, like, receptors out there for this thing I call artistic buoyancy in communities. And that's a good indicator for me that something good is the art, the role of the arts in community are being celebrated and fed. And we're going to bring all that together on September 10th at the Wee Celtic Festival. <laughs> Foothill resident and fiddle genius Alistair Fraser and one of the artists featured at KVMR's We Celtic Celebration, along with Neil Perlman and Colin Carter, Iman Flynn, the Northern California session players, plus lots and lots of youth activities. Marnie Marshall is KVMR's volunteer coordinator and Celtic celebration organizer. One thing I was thinking about Alistair Fraser is... So many of his students are now fully grown performers of their own, and some of them will be appearing here. So it's a very sweet circle. People will gather for the We Celtic Celebration Saturday, September 10th from noon until 9 at Pioneer Park in Nevada City. Kids 12 and under are free. Bring them early to participate and build a tune or learn some Celtic dance moves. Join in a music jam session and be sure to dress up. Yeah, and we'll miss the jousting this year. Not really. Uh, But there will be food and drink for purchase. Bring your own chairs. By the way, even if you can't make the Celtic Fest, you can listen in or play with the Northern California Session Players. They gather at the National Hotel in Nevada City every Thursday from 5 to 8. Bring your own favorite instrument or song request and join in an evening of live music with food and beer ready at hand. I'm sure there's some Guinness. There's a lot of comedians coming through town this month, and we'll start with John Mulaney. I do love me some John Mulaney. I said my dad never hit us. My dad is a lawyer and he was a debate team champion, so he would pick us apart psychologically. (laughs) One time I was at the dinner table when I was like six, because I had to be. My dad goes, how was school today? I said, it was good, but someone pushed Tyler off the seesaw. And where were you? I was over on the bench. And what did you do? Nothing, I was over on the bench. (laughs) But you saw what happened. Yeah, because I was over on the bench. (laughs) So you saw what happened and you did nothing. Yeah, because I was sitting over on the bench. Let me ask you this. In Nazi Germany, when people saw what the Nazis were doing and they did nothing, were those good people? Oh no, those are bad people. You gotta stop the Nazis. But you saw what they were doing to Tyler and you did nothing because I was over on the bench. And then my dad said, just explain to me this. How are you better than a Nazi? 
And that's Charm Milady. And these days he's doing a lot of material about a recent intervention by comedy friends, including Natasha Leone and Bill Hader, that got Mulaney back into rehab. Uh, John Mulaney plays the Reno Event Center September 15th and the Concord Pavilion September 17th. He is very funny. And the ever-popular Tim Allen, known for Home Improvement and Last Man Standing on television, and the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies, and for his conservative politics, plays the Silver Legacy Resort Casino in Reno September 17th. And now quite a double team. Joel McHale and Ken Jeong were stars in the show Community. It was truly a a warm-hearted comedy I used to watch. And he and Dr. Jeong, who's also a licensed physician, are touring together. Here's a bit of McHale talking to a San Francisco audience. We just have to talk about him for just a second. Yes, see, here we go. Yes, you know, the most famous redhead on the planet. (laughs) Prince Harry! Oh! So cute! Oh, Megan, I love her. Kate and her fighting. Anyway, uh, no, we gotta just talk about Trump for just a second. We, I know, I know. Look, in Bakersfield, totally different reaction. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. As soon as I brought it up, they're like, great! Uh, yes, because Bakersfield is the one red zit on the blue ass. <laughs> California. Make an appointment to see Dr. Ken Jung and the quick-witted Joel McHale at Thunder Valley Casino in Lincoln Friday, September 16th. Vanessa Sanchez is a dance maker based in San Francisco, and she and her all-woman dance company La Mezcla are bringing a new dance theater work to Reno. And I just love tap dancing, and Sanchez combines traditional jazz tap with the Mexican clogging tradition of Zapateado in a show called Pachuquismo. And it's about the Pachuca era when zoot suits with their big shoulders and baggy pants were all the rage for young black and Latino men. And it's also about the zoot suit riots of 1943 when bands of white servicemen beat up Latino and black men on the streets of L.A. You think things are bad now. The University of Nevada, Reno, turns Pachuquismo into a terrific evening with low riders on display starting at 6 o'clock. Music, food, drink from local venues all before the 7.30 show, and it's at Robert Z. Hawkins Amphitheater outdoors at the Bartley Ranch in Reno on September 15th. Also on September 15th, one of the few tribute bands I take seriously. That's Zapparella, the all-female Led Zeppelin cover band that's been killing it for years now. Lead singer Anna Christina sounds just as good as Robert Plant used to. And guitarist Gretchen Men plays licks as virtuosic as Jimmy Page. And that is saying a lot. Great stuff. We're listening to Immigrant Song, and the original version may be familiar from the soundtrack of Thor Ragnarok, uh, demonstrating that Thor's hammer is heavy metal. Zepparella is worthy. The band plays the Miner's Foundry September 15th. Ever since we started Curtain Call, we've been talking to the folks who run performance venues here in the foothills about how they've survived the age of COVID. 
This month, we're checking in with Beth Moore at Grass Valley's Wild Eye Pub, which dates back to 1851, before the founding of the town. It was started here in Boston Ravine, which was begun by four families that moved out from Boston and landed in this little watershed by Wolf Creek and started prospecting and hoping for better lives. And of course, immediately saloons started. So we were one of the first in the area. Cy and I talked to Moore in the bar room of Wild Eye Pub with the AC going. It was hot that day. And we studied pictures of the old common house and hotel. Then it was passed on to Dominic Pajnich. And you'll you see the picture behind me, the, the big picture on our wall, which is kind of iconic. A lot of people have seen it. That's the 1934 rebuild after the 1933 fire. And that says Empire Hotel. Yes, it was the Empire Hotel because the miners at Empire Mine would walk down Empire Street, come and get room and board at the Empire Hotel, but it burnt and was immediately built larger. And after that, it went to the um, Marin family. Mini Marin introduced Spanish food, Mexican food to the area. That was a very popular destination. Um, We had some old classmates here telling us, Time was class 56, and they'd go to the jalopy races at the fairgrounds, and then they'd come over here to grab a taco and a beer, and they'd stand out here by Wolf Creek and watch it running silver or white with cyanide poisoning. So it's really made a tremendous comeback these days, in no small part due to the efforts of the Wolf Creek Community Alliance. And so now it doesn't run silver or white out there anymore. It's a nice creek. People actually fish in it, but they throw the fish back. We're going to sit down now, but what made you decide you wanted to be part of this tradition of running a saloon and music venue? Yeah, Beth, what were you thinking? What was I thinking? (laughs) Exactly. At the time, I was a high school special ed teacher, and I'd taken care of my mom for 11 years after her stroke and realized during that time that we had a lot of stroke in our family, and I thought, you know, I kind of want to do some other things before... I might end up in that condition. So in 2016, she she passed, and we thought, gosh, you know, we've been doing some interesting used art for a while and making stuff, and uh, wouldn't it be cool to have a little place where we could do soup of the day and a cup of tea and get together with local makers? And, and then we saw this place, and we thought, gosh, it's near the fairgrounds, it's got this history, it's got the creek out back, it has parking. It's got a bar and a liquor license, and there's room to do some cool events. And we bought it, and we've never made art again. (laughs) (laughs) Who has time? That's right. We don't have time. I had absolutely no food service history. I'd never waited at a table. I've built houses. I've rebuilt cars. I've done barbed wire fencing. What my part of all that was was booking shows and doing the PR and doing the events. One of the questions we've been asking people at every venue in town, COVID shut everybody down. But now you're open, and yet COVID's still with us. So how do you adjust to that? How do you live with COVID? I mean, we love to tell people we never shut down during COVID. There were a couple days we shut down for smoke. (laughs) And when half of our staff was evacuated because of the river fire last year. But we... When COVID told people to stay home in mid-March of 2020, we had over three months of every single night booked out into June. So it did curtail that. I actually didn't cancel any of the musicians. I said, do you want to do a live stream instead? I'll be your audience. I'll put you out on the air. People can send in tips. And a number of them did, and they did really well. Um, We just kept going, and we went outside when we had to. We did takeout. We did all those different things. But through all that, we followed all the protocols. 
but when we got the Restaurant Revitalization Fund grant last year and paid off a year of PG&E that we hadn't paid and a year of property taxes and a year of sales taxes and some personal loans and everything, all the stuff to keep us afloat, we went, oh, we have $35,000 left over. We can go ahead and pay for our repaving. And we had the entire parking lot repaved. And it's just really pretty nice out there now. So what is it about Grass Valley that makes it such a, a hub of great, great music? Alistair Fraser, who's also on this show. Uh, George Souza, who we talked to last month. I think a big part of it, honestly, is that we have a town center. This sense of belonging and this sense of, of place, that hometown feel where it feels local and it feels distinct, based in history, based in geography as a space. Wild Eye Pub co-owner Beth Moore, and for decades she's worked to support area nonprofits, including Meals on Wheels. At Wild Eye, you can attend a benefit for Full Circle Learning's 30th anniversary celebration on September 28th with Boku Chapeau, that's who we're listening to, on the stage. And on other nights, you'll find string band jams, Cousin Cricket playing Western Swing, our friend George Souza playing jazz guitar, comedy open mics, and Sunday jazz jams. Moore is a class act. And equally worthy, one of America's greatest singers is coming to Sacramento. Windy day in Honolulu, looking out beyond the hills. Memories and times of heartache, laser lilies, daffodils. Here I a bird upon the bright blue water shore with my hope and with my nightmares praying I could swim and soar dark That's Judy Collins off her new album of all original material on a song called Spellbound and she just sounds so good at the age of 82. Uh, she began her career with traditional folk then had hits covering songs by Joni Mitchell and Stephen Sondheim and even Richard Peasley, the composer for the musical Marat Saad. Judy Collins plays the Crest Theater in Sacramento September 28th. Let's begin with an <laughs> A, please. A much younger set of performers gather at this first rehearsal of the fall by members of the Music in the Mountains Youth Orchestra. I've always enjoyed playing music, and when I got to high school, I decided I wanted to take it a little bit more seriously than I had been, and I found that I just really enjoyed playing orchestra music, more, like, more so than I had band music. Joshua Tiffany plays oboe and bassoon and admires the music of Shostakovich. He and other members of the youth orchestra meet every Monday afternoon in a rehearsal space on the backside of the Center for the Arts. It's very, like, lovely and all, like, just smooth and, like, fun to play. Well, I just love being able to play with other people. Usually it's just me. I love the thrill of having everyone around you be playing the same thing but slightly different, just harmonizing. Twelve-year-old Leander Giuliani plays cello, and eleven-year-old Maggie Miller plays violin. The kids are rehearsing Capriccio Espanol by Rimsky-Korsakov for their November 28th concert, 
and they're under the baton of Wayland Whitney, who also works with the Modesto Symphony. Whitney says there's plenty of room in the orchestra for more young players. I'm really a champion of the kids in the back, because that's what I was. And then I want to create the kind of youth orchestra that I would have liked to have been in when I was a youth. What kind of orchestra is that? One where we celebrate each other's achievements and accomplishments, and but without being competitive. Jenny Darlington Person oversees the Youth Orchestra and the Music in the Mountains summer concert season as the group's executive director. Last week, the Association of California Symphony Orchestras gave Darlington Person its Executive Leadership Award. Yeah, another person who is worthy. Uh, one thing youth orchestras do very well is build audiences for the work of a band like this one. The Symphony in Three Movements by Stravinsky, performed by the San Francisco Symphony. And the orchestra is back at the Mondavi Center with an ambitious program, I think for the first time since COVID, including Stravinsky's Firebird, and they'll be uh, featuring the glorious soprano, Golda Schultz. She's going to be singing Sibelius. Uh, That's all October 6th at the Mondavi Center. Definitely worth a drive. And a few weeks earlier, right here in the foothills, In Concert Sierra begins its season with a performance by its own orchestra with Ken Hardin conducting. This will be the first In Concert Sierra orchestra concert since 2019 because of COVID. So it's a big deal. Yeah, expect an afternoon of classics with Beethoven Symphony Number no. 1, Haydn Number no. 1, and Mozart's Paris Symphony. That's September 18th, 2 p.m. at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Grass Valley. And the festivals keep coming with Farm to Fork on the Capitol Mall. I'm sitting on the front porch, cigarette burning. The makers in my coffee sure ain't working. I see the dirt from where his boots used to lay. Still phantom pains after a couple of days. Now I wonder if he ever thought about turning around. Bet he's past El Paso by now. I was his taxi The terrific Carter Faith singing her new song, Greener Pasture. And she's on a stellar lineup of performers for this combination of farmer's market, wine-tasting extravaganza. There's a restaurant showcase and concerts. And they've snagged for the music, the national parks, the indie pop, Wunderkind, Japanese breakfast, and my favorite jazz crooner, Gregory Porter. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one. I see V is very, very extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love and even though it's outside, all the farm-to-fork vendors, performers, and festival goers will have to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within the previous 24 hours to attend. Farm-to-fork is September 23rd and 24th on the Capitol Mall. Yeah, so many good shows this next month to choose from. I really felt like we left a lot of good good people off the list. You'll have to discover them from yourselves. We're going to finish with one of the most twisted fathers in American popular music, someone best known, perhaps, for this song. Crossing the highway late last night 
He should have looked left and he should have looked right. He didn't see the station wagon car. The skunk got squashed and there you are. You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Loudon Wainwright III, with his 1972 hit, and the title is self-explanatory. Uh, Wainwright's family members are a who's who of singer-songwriter fame. His first wife was Kate McGarrigal, who he abandoned while she was still pregnant. His kids include musicians Lucy, Martha, and Rufus Wainwright, all of whom have talked about the emotional scars suffered because of their dad's negligent parenting. And yet, Loudon's written so many good songs, as well as proving to be a really good actor in movies and television. Here's One Wish from a brand new album. There in that moment as I took that big breath, I had an inkling right before I blew. Out all of those candles I felt it might happen. And the wish I was wishing would surely come true. Loudon Wainwright III plays Freight and Salvage in Berkeley, October 7th, the Auburn State Theater, October 8th, and the Hup Monk Tavern in Novato, October 9th. That's all we have time for. We're checking out museum shows next month for our October 7th show. And if you miss us, just download our podcast at kvmr.org. I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. I'm Sai Musiker. And, and this, this is Curtain Call, Call coming, coming to you from, from KVMR, KVMR FM, FM Nevada, Nevada City. City.